Flowers for ladies of fashion to wear She made artificial flowers You know those artificial flowers Fashioned from Annie's despair With paper and shears With some wire and wax She made up each tool up and mum Snowflakes drifted into her tenement room Her baby little fingers grew numb From making artificial flowers Artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of high fashion to wear She made artificial flowers Artificial flowers Made from Annie's despair Here we go They found little Annie All covered with ice Still clutching her poor frozen shears Amidst all the blossoms she had Fashioned by hand And watered with all her young tears There must be a heaven where little Annie can play in heavenly gardens and bowers and instead of a halo she'll wear around her head a garland of genuine flowers no more artificial flowers throw away those artificial flowers flowers for ladies of society to wear throw away those Give her the real thing. What is? Yes. Yeah. What is? Yes. Yeah. What is? Yes. Yeah. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is going to fight. Look at that. Ass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EASY. Ah, good Friday, that's right. Oh, good Friday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Man, oh man, we are, we are two tickets away. Two. We have done it. I, I can't say we've done it yet because we haven't done it yet, but we're pretty goddamn close to doing it. Two tickets away. Now, let's see. Uh, what, what, what song am I looking for here? Oh, uh, Delilah. I, I, I want to I see the, uh, the flogging Molly version of this. See if it's that good. Oh, shit. I can't find it. Uh, Douglas, you said the flog- flogging Molly version of this is fantastic. Let's see. Let, let, let's go to all songs. Let's see. Uh, before we even get started, because hey, man, you guys request music. I try to play play good music here. Uh huh. Let's see. I, I wonder if they have it recorded. Maybe they don't have it recorded. Maybe you heard it at a concert. That'd be badass. All right, I'm still looking. Still looking. Can't find it. Can't find it. 
What the shit? All right, I'll look for it more later. Uh, all right, it's Friday. Uh, one week away from the uh, extravaganza known as Arnageddon. That's right, my 50th birthday. This is my last week in the 40s. My God in heaven. Oh, man. Let's get some good mornings out of the way because we got a lot to talk about before we even start the show. I, I, I mean, seriously. Seriously, we got, we, we got shit to talk about before we even start the show. I mean, first of all. It's t-shirt time? Oh, my God. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? Holy yeah, shit. It's t-shirt time. This right here, this shirt. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. This is royalty. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Angelina, you watch your mouth. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts. You watch your mouth when you talk about t-shirts like this one. I have a vintage hee-haw t-shirt on with cartoon characters of Roy Clark and Buck Owens with the phrase, pickin' and a-grinnin' underneath it. Oh, this is one of the top five t-shirts of all time right here. This thing is glorious. Uh, all right, Hangtown Jen. Uh, let's see, there was a race this morning. She won. Douglas was second in. Douglas was holding the door for her, so there you go. First one's in. Uh, started watching Netflix, Turning Point, and a 9-11 story. Wow, first nine minutes, and I'm very interested. Yes, tomorrow is the 20th year since 9-11 happened. I, I don't like to call it necessarily an anniversary because anniversaries uh, include lots and lots of joy. Uh, but Douglas sent me a voice message. What did you send me here? Oh, eight minutes. Oh, okay. The flogging monk. Let's see. Will it play? Will it play? It doesn't play. I don't know why it's not playing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so tomorrow is that. We we will we will pay our tribute at the end of the show today. So just to let you know, it, it's a Friday show. I'm really excited because we're we're that we're we're two tickets away from making sure for sure for sure that I'm in Sacramento next week. So yeah, there you go. Straight Fire says Friday, Friday, Friday. Good Friday morning. Well, good Friday morning to you too, my friend. Friday. Yay. Friday. Yay. Friday. Yay. Christopher says you guys are funny, arguing over who's first every morning. Yes, Christopher, good morning to you, my friend, as you're dodging bullets in Fresno. Uh, Adam J., buenos dias, asamigos. Buenos dias, mi amigo. Como esta? Flogging Molly's version of this song is fire. Okay, good. I got to look it up. Hangtown Jen says, I love this one where they all sing together. It reminds me of childhood times listening to the uh, uh, We Are the World Every Christmas. Yeah, I woke up wanting to be pissed over the Cowboys game, but I'm impressed. We will talk about it. They didn't look that good on the side of defense. Look, I, I, I'm going to be a critic today. That's all I'm saying. Good Friday morning, six days, and I'm Maui bound. There you go, Dave Coe. Uh, uh, yes, Douglas, we are gonna, we're gonna talk about that bullshit. Uh, Hank Dungeon, the walk down memory lane with the music this morning has reminded me of my grandparents. Triple T in the house. Good Friday morning, family of ass. Derek says, good morning, ass family. T-G-I-F-F-F-F-F-F-F. Young Harm, good morning. Jenny Lynn, good morning. Uh, let's see. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, Douglas, I have it on my phone now. I'll see. This is my favorite T-shirt of all time. I had a hee-haw lunchbox in the second grade. Loved it. Oh, I love this shirt. 
I emailed it to you. It's live. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Douglas. Hold on a second. Let, 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 off to the email cave we go. Because I, I, I'm dying to hear this. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, I can open. Oh, sweet. Open with iTunes. That way it's in there. All right, here we go. Battle, dude. So call me Lyra! Douglas, thank you so much. Good call, buddy. Great call on that one. That is awesome shit right there. I got to say, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, All right. Harrison says, you be the critic, I'll argue. All right. Hangtown, I just bought two tickets so we can say we made it. We did it. Ask family, we did it. I mean, my God. My God. Oh, good Lord. Yay. So we are going to be in Sacramento. It is guaranteed. One week from tonight. Ah, guaranteed. You don't wet your pants. I'm going to be upset. This is going to be a hell of a show. Oh, I'm fucking pumped now. I am fucking pumped. We did it even before the deadline. And by the way, now you can walk up and buy tickets if you want. All you walk-up people, come on down. Thank you, Jen. Triple T, thank you. Everybody who helped with this. Ken Dog, I, I, I can't say enough about Ken Dog. Ken Dog bought a bunch of tickets. Ogre started it. Buenos Dias Ogre. Dave Co. followed. And by the way, Dave Co.'s offer still goes. If you want to buy three tickets, I've got Dave Co.'s ticket to make it a four-pack. Ogre said I could do the same thing with his. Uh, I, I mean, a bunch of people have done it. I know I'm leaving people out, and I feel like a dick for leaving people out. I'm trying not to. Stack Hard, that's the one I was leaving out. Stack Hard did it as well. Thank you guys so much. V Coop's got two tickets for people who ever wants them. Uh, I know Straight Fire did the same thing. Uh, it's going to be one hell of a show. Yes, we broke even. Kick ass. I, I take my hats off to you, the ass family. We are going to have a great 50th birthday celebration. Now, before we get started with the show, let's talk about last night's goddamn football game. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! Uh, Stackar should get a jar of pickles for his generosity. <laughs> um. Is the stream available for us out of town, people? The it is the link is up. Thank you to Ratburger for your help. The link is up at arnieradio.com. Like where it says to buy the tickets, you keep scrolling down, and boom, there's the OnlyFans link. You click it over, and it goes right to the OnlyFans page. Bam! That shit happened. So, yes. There you go. Um... Last night's game, look, I, I got to say, I was very impressed with the Dallas Cowboys last night. Okay? Uh, on the surface of it, I was like, wow, they played really good. 
Ezekiel Elliott sucks dick. I, I, I'm just going to say that right now. He's terrible. It, 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 trade him. I like Tony Pollard better. Now, the offensive line has still got a lot of work to do. My boy from the University of Texas with two holding calls near the end of the game. One was legit. The other was a kind of a phantom hold on a pass that resulted in a first down. The refereeing in the – I hate the first few weeks of the NFL – because they call everything except last night. Look, Dak had a great game. He threw for over 400 yards. I would hope you would throw for over 400 yards if you throw the time, ball 58 times a game. You have anywhere between 65 and 75 plays a game usually. The Cowboys had 76 plays last night. They threw the ball 58 times. In all fairness to Zeke, you can't run against Tampa Bay. I Look, I, I, I appreciate that, but no, you can always run against somebody. Walter Payton could have ran all over that fucking defense. Emmitt Smith would have ran on that defense. If Zeke wants to be in that category, and he thinks he is, he needs to stop saying things like that. Dak threw for 400 yards on 42 completions, so about – little over 10 yards a, a, a completion. Not bad. <sighs> or no, no. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, dude, Dak had over 70% completions, only one pick. He had, yeah, he only had one. Tom Brady had two. Three of those touchdowns, those kinds of numbers are MVP, but the defense just couldn't stop the Bucks. Even with questionable push-off in the fourth quarter, they're secondary with big time. There was no question. That was pass interference on the offensive side of the ball. I don't care. I, I don't care. It was my team that it happened to. Whenever a receiver's arm straightens and a defensive player is pushed off the ball, that is called. Do you know why that rule is called? Because of number eight, 88, former Dallas Cowboy, Michael Irvin. It's the Michael Irvin rule. Motherfucker pushed off. Oh, I was pissed at that. Uh, last night I had a brilliant idea. You could have the most worked out arms ever just to add some weights to your wrist because as much as you use the referee hand signals, I can say within the first weeks you would have arms of steel. Tampa Bay uh, has been tough against the run since before Brady went there. Not to mention the Cowboys lost by two points with seven points off on the field by missed field goals. How is Greg Zerline still on the fucking team? And by the way, it's more than that, but I ain't going to count the 60-yarder that he wasn't even fucking close on. So there was 10 points left on the field. Who, by, by the way, that was stupid. Why not at least try a Hail Mary? That way, if you get a P.I., you get to move the ball 15 yards closer. You're kicking a 60-yard field goal at sea level? Jesus. Kind of like the holding call in the end zone 2013 Super Bowl. Not that I'm bitter or anything. Hashtag fuck the Ravens. That was, it was a clear push off. And, and even the referees, like I, I saw a couple of videos where the referees are talking saying, yeah, he pushed off. But they didn't call it. And I ain't going to shit all over Brady for that. And I, look, it's the way the game goes. I was happy the Cowboys played well. But see, these are the kind of things that keep you out of Super Bowls. These little bitty things. You need these things to go right for you. 
That's all I'm going to say about it. Cowboys are off the rest of the weekend. They play next week. I'm not happy we lost. I'll be a lot madder tomorrow if Texas loses to Arkansas, which that's not going to happen. Uh, the other rest are just afraid of Ed Hockley. Ed, well, Ed's not. His son's in the league now. I think his son was calling the game last night. He's got jacked arms, too. Ed, I think, retired. Ed got them big old fucking pipes. All right, let's get the show started. Uh, there is no question the Cowboys win the NFC. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling confident about that. I'm feeling very confident about that. All right, yesterday, uh, let, let's just start the show, shall we? <sighs> yesterday, Captain Stupid came out. I'm sorry, President Stupid. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Unfortunately, I totally, totally, totally agree. Holy shit! Joe Biden came out pretty much yesterday and said, every federal employee, you have to get vaccinated. Every business in America that has more than 100 employees, everybody's got to get vaccinated. Now, I don't know where he has the power to do that. And by the way, do you know what employers are going to do? If you have 105 employees, six people are getting fired. This this idea, I I, I mean, I I honestly, this is what I heard when he said that yesterday. Elmo says, go fuck yourself. I mean, if Elmo's saying it, for Christ's sake. <sighs> then he, then, then I, I think this was the highlight of everything. Well, well, wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The highlight of everything? Okay, uh, I, I got to find the, uh, the, the, where the hell is it? Okay. How about, how about this clip from when he was campaigning? Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, crap. I was supposed to look this up earlier. Americans need help, and they need it now. The president-elect said he was confident he could get Republicans... There we go. You get the vaccine out of a container into an injection syringe into somebody's arm. Wow, that's brilliant. And it's going to be very difficult for that to be done, and it's very expensive. Listen. While Mr. Biden said he would be willing to get a vaccine, he would not require it for all Americans. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Well, isn't that odd that he said when he was running for president, he wouldn't get it mandated? Hmm. Hmm. Once again, what what was that, Elmo? Elmo says, go fuck yourself. Oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Uh, do you think companies would actually downsize to be under-mandated number of employees? They've done it before. They did it with the Obamacare. They, they fired people. And by the way, are those uh, a, a total 100 employees, or the, is that 100 full-time employees? Because then what they'll do is this. They'll cut your hours to 38 hours. That way you're not full-time anymore, and they will not have to adhere to that. He's going to use OSHA. Yeah, his power is through OSHA. Looks like weekly testing is still an option. That's the big thing. It is still an option. He's not forcing you to get the shot. 
And this is the thing that if I was a business owner, which I am, but I don't have any employees except myself, um, how much is that going to cost me as a business owner? Buy businesses. Business is going to be leaving America again. Oh, I, the ramifications of this are huge. Uh, I, I mean, just huge. Uh, COVID test costs $25 a test. Companies aren't going to pay that every week. 32 hours. Where is 32 hours considered full time? Uh, I, I believe the full time mark is still 40 hours a week. Well, then, Mark, I'm sorry. Then if it's 32 hours because we're a weaker society now because we can't work 40 hours, guess what? It'll go down to 31 hours. There you go. I'm so pissed about this. I work for a huge company, but I'm solely remote. I have no office to go into. I don't see anybody in person. Testing is just how they open the door to force jabs. Well, look, look, once again, once again, th- this is the changing 33 at my work is full-time, 32. Uh, a lot of companies, well, they came down because of the Obama thing. Biden turned tickle me. I'm going to keep your fucking hands to yourself, Elmo. I, I I mean this is the same guy who came out and said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force this, but he's forcing it. By the way, he did a lot of stuff yesterday. He was on a power grab. All right, it's been 32 hours. That fine. It, okay, so it goes. You'll go down to 30 hours then. Also, good morning. Well, good morning there, hot Stephanie. How are you? Now the funny thing is, is that yesterday, well. White House's Ron Klain is getting hammered for retweeting a post on Ultimate Workaround for Federal. This is what the motherfucker said. Uh, He retweeted this. OSHA doing this vax mandate as an emergency workplace safety rule is the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccines. They're calling it out right now. They're calling it out. Oh, my God. Uh, the the best thing he said was when he said there are governors in place and he was looking right right at Ron DeSantis and Governor Wheels, and I'm going to use everything in my power to get them out. Now now, Mr. President, would you like to? I, I wish I, I I come on, let me be a White House reporter today. Uh, Mr. President. I'm just wondering what power the Constitution gives you to kick out a freely elected governor in a state where states have rights. I'd like to know what power you're invoking. I'm just wondering, what, 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 can, can you point it out to me somewhere? Oh, oh, you can't. You just get on your little tough high horse and you do this shit. What, what, what's this? What, which one's this? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, all right. I know which one that is now. Okay, never mind. I know where that goes. Um, let's see, where else? Is this the, the COVID thing? Okay, yeah, I can go ahead and delete that one now. All right. 
this was at a Miss- Missouri school board meeting. I have not watched this yet, but they said a fight broke out in Pleasant Grove or Pleasant Hill, Missouri. Here we go. Things actually got physical, too. Exactly. People were actually throwing fists and hitting each other outside the auditorium this evening after the board unanimously voted to approve requiring masks. Now, several sheriff's deputies got on top of that. They were able to handcuff one of the individuals who was getting in the fight. Then more sheriff's deputies arrived. There was lots of shouting tonight during the meeting. Oh, this must be near Kansas City. Well, that cop is fat. That's all. That's all they got. got oh, come too. on! Yeah, you said exactly. you had the fight. That's bullshit. I want to see some bones being thrown. People are upset, man. People don't want this shit. Another thing companies do is hire you as part time, but give you full time hours so they can say you're part time. Yeah. Did you hear the reporter ask Jen, the redheaded cunt, what about my body, my choice? And she literally picked up and walked off. Oh, we, we've got stories about good old Jen P. Sucky. We got to get to some other stuff real quick, though, first. Yesterday, Joe was, he was, he was sowing his presidential oats. Joe Biden is allowing the IRS to look into your bank accounts, Venmo, PayPal, and crypto deals in a plan that does violate the Fourth Amendment. His new proposal, and this is to crack down on on, on the super wealthy people not paying their taxes. You know, super wealthy people that use Venmo. Proposal will require banks to report the IRS every deposit and withdrawal from an account in order to target audits. The IRS estimates that compliance on taxes due on wages is 99%, while compliance on less visible source is only 45%. It will affect affect self-employed who self-report their income and deductions, and of course the wealthy. Banks are actually against the proposal, which they say would impose onerous reporting requirements on institutions for actual little benefit. Well, anything that the government can muster up to get money to pay for these terrible infrastructure plans, they're going to try to do. And that will be through taxes, through fines, through late fees, through all that kind of shit. Yes, Jen, this is bullshit. It's like we're being run by a cartel leader. Well, you know what? Hey, Ghost, I appreciate you saying that, but I have to delete that comment uh, because I, I don't want the FBI coming to my house and saying, hey, somebody said something on your show. No, we, 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 ain't, we ain't playing that game. World War Three is coming. It's already here. It already started. It started with that crazy bat that flew out of that, that, that cave. And then somebody ate the bat, and they pooped in the street, and then somebody slipped in it. And then, you know, they, they, it was on their shoe, and it got in their house. And then, like, somebody dropped something on the floor. They touched where the shoe was. The, the germs were still there. Then they scratched their nose, and bam, that's how the Wuhan virus started. 
Uh, I read an article saying it was ironic that during the lowest point of the pandemic, the most billionaires were created. And you need to look at where a lot of those really, really wealthy people live. It's all right there in Arlington, Virginia, for a, a large, a large group of these people. You know, people that work for pharma agencies, people that work for the government. Isn't it amazing that Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, is almost worth $300 million? That's crazy. Uh, it's a Cold War. Typical wars are a thing of the past. I agree completely. Seems like the government is looking for a bailout, digging through our co- couch cushions, checking old coats, dumping out purses for change. Maybe if they hadn't been freely handing out cash for the 18 months, we wouldn't need to steal uh, our char- change. Morgan, what's up, buddy? It rides saying, I'm trying to stay positive, but Jesus, this all had me in a place yesterday. I miss our country that once was. I, I, and, and, and look, Uriah was texting back and forth with me about this. And look, here's the thing, everybody. Look, this is the thing. The most that this is going to last is three years. And I know a lot. Look, I I understand that a lot of shit has happened in the first six months, and I can't imagine three more years of this. I don't know if I I honestly do not know. And I'm being I'm being honest. I'm not trying to be partisan. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. But with as polarized and as opposite we, we are, even though Joe Biden on the campaign trail said he was going to be the president that unites us somehow, he was speaking to Republicans. Remember that. He has done nothing but to divide us even further as a people. And until enough people say enough is enough, this is going to be a long three years. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It is going to be a long three years. But it's only three years. Don't give up your futures. Don't, don't, don't throw away everything that you work for because at most three years we can hope that this guy, you know, they 25th Amendment him because he is really, really dumb. I mean, he is really dumb. Oh, Arise same. As soon as he finished his speech, I finally filed paperwork for my own business. Uh, do you think that scene in Pirates of Caribbean uh, where the pirates say that the code is more of just than a guideline than rules? That's how Biden looks at the Constitution. Well, here's the funny thing. Nancy was worth a lot because the Pelosi name runs deep in California. I just watched a, a, a special about it and how, like, her daddy was some kind of real big wig and, or... or her daddy was a big wig, and then the Pelosi family came, and some man named Pelosi married that fucking gutter slut. And now they're worth all kinds of billions. But the problem is, is this. The problem is that Americans will be pushed enough. When you start taking away our shit, when you start getting into our fucking Venmos, our PayPals, shit like that, we're going to react, and we're not going to react pleasantly. That's the bad part. Joe needs to understand that because we're all tired of him. We're all tired of how stupid he is. 
I, I, I mean, everybody wants to talk about mean tweets and everything from the last guy. This guy is pure evil. I mean, if you think about it, if you think what he has proposed yesterday isn't anything but pure evil in a dictatorship, oh, you ain't going to take the shot? Well, motherfucker, I'm going to force you to take the shot. I want you to think about this. There are a half a million. I, I, I saw this number yesterday. There are a half a million federal employees. There is a possibility that if they don't get vaccinated, they will be fired. That isn't a possibility. That is what he said. Can you imagine if he cut 100,000 jobs in government? Uh, no, no president, and by the way, no Democratic president would ever cut 100,000 jobs from government. Uh, do you think that Biden just helped the recall here in California? What, to get Gavin Newsom recalled? Yes, because now, I, I mean, look, I, I don't know if it's Joe Biden's plan to be the biggest heel on the planet, to a.k.a. bad guy, because he just took the moniker away from Gavin Newsom. Oh, yeah, Ogre, you're absolutely right. Once the government gets access to private banking, hackers will have a field day knowing how easy the federal government's cybersecurity is to get past. Oh, yeah, well, look, shrinking government is the Republican way of things, or at least it used to be. The one good thing that came out yesterday is that asshole that Joe Biden nominated David Chipman for the ATF, the guy who couldn't dis- define what an assault rifle was. Yeah, they booted him. He's no longer up for the ATF. And Biden still has, uh, like, I-, I think he has somewhere around 70 seats still to put in. But that was good news, at least. Uh, yesterday was such a crazy day, and, and Biden just added to it. Uh, it's because I'm more grown up, but does it seem like the last four presidents have gotten elected and immediately tried to make major change? It's like that for the past 16 years. We used to be unsta- uh, on unstable ground. Four years is not enough time to make huge changes, yet it's been our pattern. It used to be small steps, slowing progress forward, working administrations together. Yeah, but everybody, this is the thing. You can't work with the other party. If you work with the other party, that means you lost in their eyes. Something happened yesterday that, if you didn't hear about it, Douglas sent it to me right after the show, or near the end of the show, and I didn't have time to get to it. Near the end of the show, we like to do fun stuff. By today, uh, by the way, today, celebrity-ass deathmatch, coke heads. It's amazing. Um, Yesterday, the National Archives and Records Administration... decided to label the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence as, well, they, they didn't, they, they, they put a warning label on them that they're full of harmful content. Elmo says, go fuck yourself. The uh, NARA has plastered a harmful language alert above the entire online category catalog. 
That's right. The United States Constitution is now harmful because it reflects outdated, biased, offensive, and possibly violent views and opinions. Have we lost our ever-loving fucking minds? The Constitution of the United States is our fucking backbone. Well, when it was written, not everyone was free. Shut up! I am, uh, I, I am so tired of all these fucking people in our society. And the Declaration of Independence is what we were founded on. The Constitution was signed one week from today. It just so happens to be my birthday. It's Constitution Day, September 17th. And now it's full of harmful content? Boy, I tell you what, man. You kids today. You kids today. I, I, I don't know how you sit on a toilet because the seat's cold. Oh, that's too cold for my tushy. Can you go outside in the wintertime because it's too cold? Can you go out in the summertime because it's too hot? We're living in a world of gashes. And not Sandy and Harry. I'm talking about terrible gashes. The Constitution. I'm not even going to say anything else. I I, I just can't. That, That just makes me so mad. But thank God there are still some people out there. Not many. Not many. Oh, it happened yesterday, and it was so glorious when it happened. When a White House reporter, I believe from Fox News, came out, and he handed it to Jen P. Suckey. Oh, he he dropped it right on her head. By the way, they were talking about the Taliban's new interior minister. I, uh, minister Shirajuzu Hakuni. Hakani. Okay. They were talking about him. He's the new minister of the interior in Pakistan. And this is what a reporter decided to show Jin Pisaki yesterday. And that's exactly what we did. Wait, you're saying the Taliban is businesslike and professional. Their interior minister has an FBI wanted poster. He's got a $10 million bounty on his head. That's, what's the business? We are here to celebrate the return of American citizens who wanted to leave Afghanistan. You brought it up, bitch! permanent residents of Afghans who fought by our side. Hey, bitch, you brought it up! successfully on a Qatari Airlines flight. Uh, and in order to get those people out, we had to work with some members of the Taliban to press them uh, and to work uh, in a business-like manner to get them out. That is what we were stating in the statement. And in that statement, it says this is a positive first step. Towards what? Jim Pisecki. This job is way above you, honey. I'm so tired of all this bullshit. These people that are, are they playing White House? Is that that what's going on here? Is that the thing that I'm supposed to be? I mean, yeah, you know what? You're absolutely, I'm sorry. I got to remember I have this. Omar Mahajarifa, something September 11th. 
This is how you end up utopian society 20 years from now. The USA is going to look something you see in the movies. What, a bastion wasteland like at the end of that, that movie where Denzel was blind? The Book of Eli? Kale says, you tell the fucking Taliban, if we don't have our people back today, we blow you the fuck up. Amen. Amen. Hey, Taliban. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, it's America, and we're fucking pissed. I, I don't even know. I, like, by the way, I just have dumber stories coming up now, too. I, I, I know it's hard to believe that there there's actually dumber stories. <sighs> All right. First one, the first one we'll, we'll do, uh, let's see, uh. We'll get rid of that one in this break here. We won't do that one here. He was blind. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen that goddamn movie. By the way, Chip sent me an email. All emails sponsored by JS Floors. Best in the West. Fuck the rest. Give Jesse a call. 775-267-4123. Says, Arnie, who do you think had a better pullout game? Philip Rivers or Joe Biden? Well, neither. Neither has it. I mean, Philip Rivers has like 42 kids. And, and Joe has his damn sorry-ass kids. Let's see. What are you sending me in traffic here? Uh, yes, recall Newsom boat Larry Elder. All right, good. I'm glad people are seeing that. Um, which story do I want to do? I'll, I'll do this one first, this Virginia schools. You remember a couple weeks ago we talked about how Virginia schools, they wanted to, uh, especially this week, and I'm glad we're talking about this right now, uh, they wanted to make sure that nothing was said that was harmful to Muslim people about September 11th. You remember not to include Muslims when describing the events of September 11th? Well, well, hey, stupid, uh, there wouldn't be events of 9-11 if there weren't Muslims involved. I, I just want to point that out. Yeah, you didn't miss much. It wasn't a bad movie, and Mila Kunis never got naked, so it, it was still a pretty cool movie, though. Um, so one of the nation's wealthiest school systems, oh, shocking in Virginia, the Fairfax County Public Schools, announced it would direct... $78.8 million. This is a school? These are public schools in Fairfax? They're directing almost $80 million towards a welcoming and culturally responsive environment for students. For equity and social-emotional programs. I, I, I had a... Uh, a small epiphany the other day when I got this story because at first I was fucking pissed off. And then I thought about it. I took a breath and I smiled. And here's, here's why. The United States of America throws more money at our schools to make them better, correct? For, for all this bullshit. 
We spend more on schools in America than every other country combined. That is not hyperbole. That is not exaggeration. That is the truth. Yet we still rank outside of the top 20 when it comes to schools. And that's what made me think about this. Okay, so Fairfax County in Virginia is going to spend $80 million on this. Well, if they allocate this money the way schools have allocated money in the past, we have nothing to worry about it because it's all wasted. You think about it. You think, uh, I, I mean, how long has the lottery been going on? You motherfuckers that play the lottery, God bless you. And, and in, in some states, they say, oh, play the lottery. All the money goes to the schools. That's how they get around the religious people for gambling. Oh, that money's going to the schools. Why have our schools not gotten any better? Why is it that we're taking that money and instead of buying computers and better teachers and paying teachers more and making that, that we're buying metal detectors? So Fairfax, you go ahead and do it. You do it in your little, your, your little hoity-toity, and that's part of that whole rich society. You want to see where people made the most money during COVID? All you got to do is look in Virginia. And this is fantastic. I think this is great. This is going to be another waste of money for public schools. So congratulations, Fairfax, Virginia. You're all a bunch of dickbags. I'll be sure that when describing the most horrific thing in the USA has seen in our lifetime, I'll be mindful of the feeling of a person whose country of origin originated the attack. Oh, absolutely, Ogre. We're paying for administrators, analysis, consultants, etc. Not towards the classrooms. We have to pay to edit all the books. You got to get it. Whoa, wow, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't put Muslims in that book about September 11th. I mean, I, honestly. And, and, and by the way, come at me with that. Because this week, those people that are the masterminds behind 9-11 who are in Gitmo are on trial. Which, by the way, I don't think they deserve a trial. I think they should let the families of some of those fallen firefighters come in there with the fucking axes their kin had and fucking axe them down. Here, I'd like to ask you a question. Split that motherfucker's melon open. They're getting a fucking fair trial. Eat my ass. Did those 3,000 people have a fair day September 11, 2001? The answer is no. Now, I'm not trying to get, get anybody down because it's Friday, and, and I'm not using 9-11 to get people down, but I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the woman that jumped from, I don't know, the, the 80 or 90th floor who actually held her skirt closed when she jumped out. She had the forethought to say, I don't want to show off my goods, but I'm still going to jump to my death because I'd rather do that than burn to death. That lady had no intention of jumping off that building that day. She went to work. She went to work, and people who hate our life, the way we live, our freedoms, 
people that hate us decided we're going to murder a bunch of people today. And those people that were the masterminds behind it have been living in Gitmo ever since. I, I, I don't know why they don't have their heads cut off. Hey, man, these, uh, I, I don't want them in an American prison somewhere. I want to see their heads cut off and put on spigots and put in Afghanistan ground or Saudi Arabian ground. I'm sorry, I apologize. And goes, this what happens when you fuck with America. Oh, I'm 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 so th- this angers me so much. I I don't I honestly I I have a hard time talking about these trials that are going on in Gitmo. I it makes me sick to my stomach. Hmm. All right. <laughs> on Wednesday, someone released a whistleblower documents showing evidence of extensive racial re-education programs going on at Google. They include a list of anti-racism resources compiled by employees. The phrase, make America great again, is now racist at Google. By the way, Ben Shapiro is one of the building blocks of white supremacy, they said. This is what else they're saying. This, this is my favorite. I, 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 want, I, I want to find that quote that I had last night. Um, Mike Spemis' work, blah, blah, blah. Oh, where is it? Okay, here you go. This is, this is the best. Um, they also contained a list of items under the title self-reflection. How privilege shows up. One of them read, giving more evidence slash research for your way to disprove another perspective is racist because they say it says, you're not as smart as I am. You don't have as much experience as me and asking for research when you don't provide your own. Um, um, wait a second. It's, it's racist to give evidence and research to disprove someone? How does the court systems work then now? Uh, Mr. Smith, you're covered in blood. Your fingerprints are on the knife. They didn't do any research to see that you've stabbed people before. How do you plead? I didn't do it. Free to go. Because we don't want... Oh, no. It, it has Mixler shit the bed? Uh-oh. My sound stopped. Had to restart. Erised, are you back? I took a little break there in my mouth, but... Do they not know Ben is Jewish? I, am I back on? Not shit the bed. It started a little. Okay. All right. So I don't have to restart. I had to reload the page. It seems all good now. Okay. I'm back. All right. Good. 
if you missed it, let me uh, let me repeat what was said in this in this document that was released at Google. Privilege shows this giving more evidence or research for your way to disprove another perspective. That means what you're saying is because you've done the work, you've done the research that you're not as smart as I am. No, it means I went and did the research. Has nothing to do with smart. Taliban took me off the air for a minute. Oh, you mean Joe Biden and Jen P. Sucky? What are you supposed to do in court? Well, I can't use this evidence because this evidence is part of my white privilege, even though I'm a black attorney. Wow. Oh, oh wow, the white supremacy pyramid. Let me, let me go through this. They've got pictures next to people. I don't know who the first, thir- first three are mass murders, okay? Violence, lynching, hate crimes, police brutality. Because, yeah, black people, they, 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 don't, they, they don't do any violence. Reginald Denny? Uh-huh. Yeah, not at all. No, no, no. Uh, calls for violence, the KKK, neo-Nazis, burning crosses. Okay, that is a part of white supremacy that I don't, I'm not a part of. Discrimination, racial profiling, which, by the way, every race does. I just want to point that out. Mass incarceration. I've never seen a black guy thrown in jail just for being black. I I haven't seen that. They usually go to court, and then they're found guilty. Racial slurs. What, you mean like cracker or honky? Anti-immigration policies. No, we're anti-illegal immigration policies. Veiled racism, victim blaming, racist jokes. Stop with the jokes, man. The jokes are jokes, people. Minimalization. White savior complex. Not all white people not believing POC experience, people of color experience. Denial of white privilege post-racism. Indifference. When you say that all lives matter because... White lives do not matter as much as black lives. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I have seen that. Thank you. Straight fire. I, I, I've seen the, the, he's in a little box chart. If a white person moves out, that's called white flight, and that equals racism. If a white mer- person moves in, that's uh, genderfication. That's racist. If a white person sees color, that's racist, even though everybody sees color. If a white person does not see color, he's ignoring racism, and that's racist. In, uh, engages culture, cultural appropriation. If a white person does that, that's racism. Does not in, in, uh, encourage, this is a small print, so I'm having the time. Does not encourage culture, non-inclusive, and that is racist. So pretty much everything that white people do is racist. Ah, and Dave Coe, you lead me perfectly into my final story of this first break. You talk about the streets of Chicago. 
Now, I want some realistic guesses here. Honestly. How many people, not killed, but how many people, honestly, do you think have been shot in Chicago this year? September 10th. We're three-quarters through the way uh, 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 through the year. How many people do you think have been shot in Chicago? Hangtown Gin has 364. Addict uh, uh, Brian says over 800. Young Harm, 802. Jenny Lynn says 500,000. Uh, $1 Bob. <laughs> One billion black people. Nearly 800, really. I was thinking my guess was too high. Jeff Yo says has to be between 2,000 and 3,000. Jeff Yo, you are my winner. The number is... Three thousand one hundred people have been shot in the city of Chicago this year already. A nine percent increase from last year. Two years ago, it's a sixty-nine percent increase. The total number is three thousand one hundred and eighty-eight people. 535 of those people have died. There have been 535 murders in Chicago with guns alone this year. And what do we do? We punish legal gun owners. Even though I would say I, I, I don't have the stats in front of me and I can't get stats because that would be invoking my white privilege because I'm smarter than everybody else. Because nobody else knows how to use a computer, obviously. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that a vast majority of those homicides were used with Non-registered guns, illegal guns, guns that had the serial number filed off. That, that I, I'm just going to say that. And by the way, the one constant in Chicago, the one constant in Chicago has been their mayor, Mayor Beetlejuice. Nobody likes you. You're a This lady, or whatever the fuck Lori Lightfoot is, this fucking troll, this is the perfect example of why you should never let your R or D define who you are. And I'm talking about Republican or Democrat. This woman has done an awful job. 535 people have been killed in Chicago this year alone, and she has barely, and I mean barely, lifted a finger. 
if you vote her out, it will either be racist or sexist. See, this is where I talk to you guys. In the Ass family, you guys get it. That's why we all get along. You guys get it. But there's so many people that don't get it. It's not racist. It's not sexist if you vote her out. She has done a piss-poor job. That was the ultimate my mom, that was my mom's ultimate put-down if I did something bad. Oh, that's piss-poor. I, I can't think a, a, a worse thing to say about Lori Lightfoot's job as mayor in Chicago, except that it is piss poor. That's weird because ammo prices have doubled. I wonder if gun stores in Chicago accept EBT. No, they just steal them. God damn. Unbelievable. 3,100 shootings in, in not even nine full months. Nothing's being done. So there you go. Chicago was a beautiful city at one time. You couldn't pay me enough to go visit there now. I'm just telling you the fucking truth. Uh, all right. Now, now we got all that shit out of the way. We got a couple other bad stories, but not really – too many more bad stories, I promise. But what we do have, we have something magical and something special, ladies and gentlemen. We have the great, the great, the great, the great Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, Rushmore of all time. Today's Mount Rushmore is the Mount, the Mount Rushmore, Rushmore of Cokehead. I searched high, I searched low, I made this list. Easily the great, and I'm not using hyperbole, or 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 I'm not boasting. This is by far the greatest list I have ever created. Let's get it on! And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. In our first matchup, this I, I, I'm telling you, by far the hardest Mount Rushmore I've ever put together. Ladies and gentlemen, our first matchup is a tough one. Two rock and roll icons. One's a guitar player. The other is a lead singer. The first comes all the way from Great Britain, mate. Oh, that, that's Australia. Cheerio. Oh, blimey. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man that cannot die. I give you Keith Richards who once snorted the ashes of his father, taking on a guy they should change the name of rehab to him. His name is Steven Tyler. Keith Richards versus Steven Tyler. Ask family, who ya got?
gentlemen, boys, and girls, we have a winner. And I, I, I got to say, it's not even close. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Richards moves on. Our next matchup, man, oh, man, we found out that this first female singer's first and favorite wrestler was The Rock, a woman who died in a bathtub. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Whitney Houston. And she is taking on the gal who didn't want to go to rehab. She said, no, no, no. I give you Amy Winehouse. Whitney Houston, Amy Winehouse, ask family who you got. This is close. Well, it was. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, my God. It is Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is moving on. Our next matchup, the contestants are said to be clean. I don't know necessarily sober now, but clean off of the dreaded cocaine. Our first matchup is a man who once snorted a line of ants in a contest. That man, as we know him, is called the Prince of Fucking Darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ozzy Osbourne. And he is taking on a guy that was banging seven gram rocks and fucking porn stars. Why? Because he had tiger blood. I give you Charlie Sheen. Ozzy Osbourne versus Charlie Sheen. Ass family. Who you got? in the house. It's coming down to it, people. Ask family, we have a tie. We have a tie. 
Jenny Lynn got the last vote in. Jenny Lynn got the last vote for Ozzy, and we're all tied. Next vote after Jenny Lynn, that, that, that's going to be who it is. Who's it going to be? I'm waiting. Ozzy! Wait, wait, Ogre, you voted already. You voted already. You can't vote. Chicago style. Damn it, Ogre! I got a guy. This one's a big one. Ozzy, Brady, get Ozzy, 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 Ozzy! Ozzy Osbourne moves on. Boy, that's something taking down Charlie Sheen. Holy shit. Our final matchup, a couple of singers that were popular quite a few years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who once kidnapped a woman and was making her smoke crack cocaine off his penis. True story. And he has been known to say cocaine is one hell of a drug. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the super freak himself, Rick James, bitch. And he is taking on a man that has been in and out of rehabs more than men's buttholes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only, sir or dame, I don't know which one he prefers, Elton John. Rick James, Elton John, ass family. Who you got? Kinky boy, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Rick James, moves on. And now we are set to find out who. Who? I give those two titties, two thumbs down. Ah, first matchup, ass family. This is tough. Keith Richards or Whitney Houston? Who will be on the, the Mount Rushmore? Will it be the Rolling Stone? Or will it be the Every Woman? Keith Richards, Whitney Houston, Ass Family, I simply ask you, who you got? Wait, I just played that. I just played that. Sorry. <laughs>
was close. Whitney tried, but Keith Richards, Keith Richards prevails. Wow. Now, ask family, this is our last matchup in the first round. We will continue after the second break. But this matchup is, it, it crosses music styles, tastes, everything. Our first contestant is the Prince of Fucking Darkness. He has a wife. I'll say yay, I'll say yay, mini, yay, cocaine, oh, daddy. Ozzy Osbourne. Taking on the super freak. Rick James. Ozzy Osbourne, Rick James, ass family. Who you got? We have a tie. Dave Coe beat the tie. Dave Coe beat the tie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What an upset. Rick James, bitch. Rick James, bitch. Rick James, bitch. Moves on. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I didn't think Ozzy was going to get unseated, but he did. Oh, my God. Rick James, bitch, moves on. By the way, round two is going to be spectacular. I'm just telling you, by the way, the last one, all you motherfuckers are going to hate me for the last one. That's all I got to say. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can always write the show. Remember one thing and one thing only. That today is... What is... Yes! yes. What is... Yes! yes. What is... Yes! yes. Play. Let me tell you about a place Somewhere up in New York way where the people are so gay Twisting the night away Here they have a lot of fun Putting trouble on the run Man, you find the old and young Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night away Here's a man in evening clothes How he got here I don't know But man you ought to see him go Twisting the night away He's dancing with the chicken slacks She's moving up and back Oh man there ain't nothing like Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night Let's twist a while
With the older queen Who's dolled up in her diamond rings And twisting the night away Man, you ought to see her go Twisting to the rock and roll Here you find the young and old Twisting the night away They're twisting, twisting, man Everybody's feeling great They're twisting, twisting They're twisting the night One more time
That's the Isley Brothers, which is fine. Perfect song for a mid-run slump. Uh, Let me just tell you something. Wait till the next band of music. Oh, you're going to be up. You're going to be up today. Telling you that right here, right now. By the way, today's jokes on the uh, TikTok page. Uh, What was the only thing that JFK drank at the White House? Shots. Oh, what was the other joke? Uh... I think I did this one once, the best part of dating a black girl. You never have to meet her dad. What was the third joke I told today? That one's probably going to get me in trouble. I'm betting that one gets me in trouble. Did they take it off yet? Uh Uh-oh, it might be. Uh Uh-oh, I have a mail. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, that's from my... Oh, okay, good. Good, no. I'm I'm still on there. Okay, what, what are my jokes today? Let's see. Let's see this one. What's the best part of dating a black girl? No, did that one. Dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. What's the best way to get gum out of your hair? Cancer. There you go. Best way to get gum out of your hair. I, I, I told that on the original page, but since that's been banned, I had to bring it back. Uh, welcome back to the big show. If you missed the first hour, you missed a lot. Yeah, you missed everything that happened yesterday with our incompetent, I mean, our, our, our president with COVID and all that kind of shit. And you missed the first round of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, the Mount Rushmore of Cokeheads. We will get to round two in just a little bit. But first, we have to do this. Um, I, I moved this story to the second break here because it, it wasn't first break worthy. Because this is the kind of stuff that holds us back as people. This is the kind of stuff that, 
is awful. And, and this is why people do believe, this is why I say it's so important to go out and vote and put the right people in office. Because if you put the right people in office, then they won't put scum, like, scum lord bag shitheads like this in places of authority. This one, I imagine you had to be elected. Uh, the Glen County District Attorney Jackie Johnson. Glen County is in Georgia. And they found out that the district attorney herself, who is white, and by the way, she's been indicted by a grand jury, which means she's going to be going to the pokey for this. She mishandled the case of Amand Arbery, the black guy that was hunted down by those white supremacists and shot in the middle of the street. We can all agree that that was an act of hate. That was an act of, that was racism. Saying that you have information in an argument is not racist. When you, ru- when you find a black guy and you chase him down with your truck and then you shoot him, that is clear racism. And this lady didn't lift a finger. She obstructed the case. Reports that the Atlanta, uh, after a grand jury returned the indictment on counts of obstruction of justice and violations of oath by a public officer. Unbelievable. And, and I'm glad they did the right thing. And you know what the right thing is? Is throwing this bitch in jail. Throwing this bitch. You know what? I would, th- I would throw her into the sister wing. That's where I'd throw her. And that's just the, the, the city jail. I ain't talking about the popo, the, the, the pokey. I ain't talking about upstate or down the river. Uh-uh. She ain't, I, don't even, I hope she don't make it there. That's right. I said it. I hope she gets killed while she's in jail. There you go. I said it. This, we have people that are in power that shouldn't be in power. And that's why it's so important for you to... Handle all the votes that are there from city council to district attorney to fucking dog catcher. What would you do? What would the sentiment be? We all love dogs for the most part. Let's say you had to elect a dog catcher and you weren't paying attention and you just voted some guy's name. Some, some guy or gal who's horribly allergic to dogs, was bit as a, do- as a child by dogs, and hates dogs. And their one job they want to do is fucking get rid of all dogs. That's a bad person in office. You want to get that person out of office. Well, this lady's the same. And I'm not equating black people to dogs. I'm giving you an example before anybody fucking tries. Before any fucking liberals who are actually in your office right now over-listening this going, wow, he makes a lot of good points, but he's Republican, so I can't listen to him. I'm not anything. I am pro-America. That's what I am. Uh, let's see. Yes, and it starts at a local level. Look how much power the mayors, school boards, and governors have. Yes, vote for president, but the others are so important. Yes, and here's the reason why is that those locals, those smaller roles that you look at and you go, oh, I don't want to vote on this. I was that way. I'm not going to lie. I was that way. Oh, midterm election, this isn't any fun. The people that you don't vote for today in local races will be the people that are running for your Senate and your House in races five, ten years from now. It's the truth. You think AOC 
just came out of nowhere? No. She she was doing this shit at a local level and doing all that kind of stuff as a bartender. This gal, though, right here, th- this lady makes me sick. Jackie Johnson. Well, wait, yeah, Jackie Johnson is a fucking piece of garbage. And I'm glad that she's been put in jail. I remember watching that, seeing that video. That was one of the worst things I'd ever seen in my entire life. These two fucking good old boys from downside. And, and here's the reason why I really, really hate it the most. Is that then the narrative changes. And the narrative is that if you're white and you're from the South, you're a racist. I, I, why do we have to pigeonhole everybody? Yes, I see colors when I see people. But that's just so I, for my own reference, uh, I know the black guy across the street. I've talked to the black guy who lives across the street from me. Micah is his name. Micah's a hell of a guy. Now, I mean, he lives with his parents, and he's like 32, and he's about to have a baby, but that's a whole different case. That's, that's just that generation in America right now. But he's a nice guy. I don't look at him, and as soon as he walks out of the house, I'm like, oh, he's listening to hip-hop. See, that, that, that's what we need to get rid of. Now, I don't look at people like that. I don't know. He could be listening to Charlie Pride. I, he could be listening to George Strait. I don't know who the fuck he's listening to. But I ain't going to pigeonhole him. Oh, honey, you're from the South. You're, you're a racist. All right. If that's, and, and by the way, if that's the way you want to think of me, you go right ahead. You go, well, you tell those jokes. I'm tired of having that conversation. I, I, I truly am. I, I'm truly sick and tired of having that conversation about jokes. Jokes is jokes, people. <sighs> One time in this country, we used to be able to laugh at things that were funny. And now everybody wants to get offended at everything. Um, boy, I tell you what, this would make me piss my pants right here. Let's say that I was dumb enough somehow to be talked into going to the International Space Station. Yep, uh, I, I look, man, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I don't belong there. It's like the ocean. I don't belong in the ocean, and I don't belong in outer space. But let's say that I took a bunch of damn dumb pills and got on a space shuttle and went to the International Space Station, floating around up there doing my thing, you know, trying to make, I'm trying to keep boiling water in a pan and it's going everywhere. I'm burning the Russians. Japanese guy gets mad at me because he can't make his noodles. And then all of a sudden, the fire alarms start going off. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what to do at that point. If I'm in space and the fire alarms are going off, you, you can't just call 911. Do you think the space shuttle has those shitty fire alarms that we have in our house that you can never tell which one is going off? You just hear that beep. You're looking around for it. You're fl- the easy thing is changing those batteries. If you think about it, you just float up to the ceiling. You take that battery out. Boom. Ain't like you got high ceilings there, but you don't want to hear that burp. The uh, space agency Roscomosis, Ro- Ros- 
Cosmos. Said the incident took place in the Russian-built Zenva module and occurred as the station's batteries were being recharged. According to the, the crew, was activated air filters and returned back to their night rest once the air quality was back to normal. I'll tell you this right now. I am shitting bricks. Literally shitting bricks when I hear the fire alarm in the space station go off. Do they have do they have a space shuttle that's painted red or yellow with sirens on it? I don't think so. I don't think Tommy's fixing to get out of that or Warbird is fixing to get out of the the fire shuttle. Literally pooping my pants. I am going to burn to death in space. God damn it, Olog. Good God Almighty. Everything's back to normal. No fire broke out, but, you know, I wanted to mention the story because that would just be bad. If you think about it, that would just be bad. Uh, No, I don't. Uh Oh, I was so happy to read this story. This story made my heart warm up. You remember that new law that went in place in September here in Texas? I talked about it. The new open carry law to where you don't have to have a permit. You just can put a gun on the side of your hip. And everybody said, oh, my God, this is going to be so dangerous. All these people. Now, now look, I I agree that it, it has a chance to be dangerous for bad guys because it's happened, ladies and gentlemen. An armed robber was shot, oh wait, I got to get the right drop for this. In the face! In the face! He was shot in the face when his victim pulled out his own gun and shot the bitch. He was shot in the face near uh, in Houston. He's at a hospital. He's going to live. Fuck. The victim was walking to a local Shell gas station to get some, I don't know, beef jerky, a Dr. Pepper, and maybe some Rolos. I don't know. The suspect was dropped off by a driver around the same time, approached the victim by lifting his shirt to show his gun, and demand that he hand over the money and valuables. The victim, quote-unquote, also pulled out his weapon and shot the dude... Once again, in the face, in the face. (laughs) The the shooter is has no criminal history. He's working with the police, and I gotta say, I have never been more proud to be a Texan. This is what it's all about down here. Fuck around and find out. Uh, literally, as you telling the story, neighbor's fire alarm keeps going off. They're cooking Indian food inside. Uh, smart gun manufacturers should give you cool one-liners to use from criminals for just situations. Here's your change. Blam, blam, blam. Yep, Triple T. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. What do we have for you today, Jerry? Well, today we have a bullet to the face. Assholes. Fucking A.
That's so glorious. I'm so happy right now. No, you're going to get a bunch of just people that want to shoot each other. And tell them you're going to do is shoot one another. Shut up. Just shut up. Well, man, we're lighting stories today. Ultimate gaff. Let's see. Uh, Missouri City Police Chief unexpectedly resigns along. Whoa, what's that? I haven't seen this. Uh, the Missouri Police Chief had all, uh, he and all of his officers quit the jobs, citing reasons from pay rate to not having the proper tools to do the job, leaving local leaders scrambling to fill the positions. Hey, they defunded themselves. The cow isn't the only one who got a bullet in the face. Pow, pow, my fucking jerky. (laughs) The mayor said the resignations were unexpected and the short notice is disappointing. The, The sheriff's office will handle emergency calls. Look. Once again, let, let, let's go down this road of stupid games, stupid prizes. Do I think that there needs to be a, a, a degree of reform in police departments across this country? Yes, I do. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I want the bad cops gone. And we had my, my friend Brian on who's going to be running for Congress next year. I asked him about that, and he said it's a good old boy network, and he doesn't mind. I understand the good old boy network, but the problem is is that the good old boy network is causing a lot of problems everywhere, especially when you have one, one or two cops that are really bad. I know that it comes down to union issues and this and that and the other, and I think a lot of those are just really good excuses and I and no and and I completely support and back police. A hundred billion percent, if that was physically possible. I know it's not, so I won't say that. I don't blame cops for from walking out on their jobs. People treat them like garbage, and we're talking about good cops. I have a friend in Tyler, Texas, who's a police officer. I think he's actually called into the show, Buddy Scott. Uh, I I don't know how he's doing. He was he was put in the hospital for COVID reasons, and he wasn't doing good. I'm not sure how he's doing now. But you want to talk about a guy that was built to be a cop? This guy knew, and, and he went to he went to a, a magnet high school, so he's a pretty smart kid. But he knew that he wanted to serve his country, so he became a marine. Stayed in the Marine for like, uh, I think, 15, 20 years. Then he got out and became a police officer in Tyler, Texas to serve his community. He's one of the good ones. All the bad ones do are give the the good ones a bad name and a target on them. I don't know anything about this city in Missouri. I hate the state of Missouri. I mean, if this was the police department that was protecting one of my sister's houses, I'd be laughing my ass off right now. But this is the thing with America. We we need to start telling the truth to one another and mainly to ourselves. Look, I want to back the the police 
as much as possible. But I know that there are things inside the police departments that they need to change. There's bad in every line of work that you have. I mean, I worked in an industry, in the, the radio industry, and I can tell you about four people that are just awful human beings. Come to the show next week, I might tell you even more. And those people are still in there, and they're giving other radio people bad names. And then when the good people get out or are forced out, let, let, let me tell you the truth right now. I love doing this show. This is, this is my favorite thing I've ever done in broadcasting is this show to you guys, the ass family. Mainly because all of my weapons and all of my tools are at my disposal. Meaning bad words, double entendre, all that kind of stuff. I, I really appreciate and I, I prefer that. But here's the thing. Would I love to be back? I would love to be on the radio again. For the simple fact it's in everybody's car. I know everybody can download everything and, and get it that way. Until the Internet is in everybody's car, radio's still going to win out. And the people that are on radio, they don't deserve to win out. You know why? Because they have one job, and that's to entertain you. And from the things that I read about certain radio shows in certain cities in this country, they aren't doing their job. And all I want you to do is do your fucking job that's what i try to do but hey i'm just saying i don't like seeing stories like i mean shocking i i, I think this is the tip of the iceberg i don't want to talk too much about 9 11 today uh just because tomorrow is the 20th year since the events of 9 11 happened I'm going to walk you through that day just a little bit because I, I do have to cover it. I mean, I don't necessarily want to, but I do have to cover it. That day started off like any other day of the week for our show that I was on. And uh, it's one of those things that we're, we're going along doing the show. And then all of a sudden, and it was early in the show when it happened. All of a sudden, our producer in the time frantically runs into the studio and whispers into one of the partner's ears. And the partner said, uh, I'd just been told that a, a plane flew into the World Trade Center. Now, if you've ever been to Dallas, I'm from Dallas. You know that there is a building on a freeway here in Dallas that is called the World Trade Center. And I thought it happened in Dallas originally. And I, I think I even sit on the air. The one in Dallas? No, the one in New York. I said, a plane? So we went to commercial break. And that was the last commercial break that we took. And it was early in the show. I was told then to uh, see if you can get that TV in the production room working. I got it, and I, I turned it to where it was barely 
barely just hanging on. And I turned it on. As I was walking back, both partners, they, they looked at me, and they were white as ghosts because as I was walking back, I didn't get to see it, but I saw the explosion of the second plane going into the building. And right then and there, when the second one hit, I knew something was wrong. I have people that are in the studio and they're crying. They're trying to get through this. Now, what's going on in my head is this. I have to call my dad because my dad was in St. Louis that day. He was actually coming back to Reno. Just finished his vacation. He was coming back to Reno. And he was coming back to Reno to be back in time for my birthday. I was turning 30 that year. So he's coming back, and I can't get a hold of him. I spent our six-minute commercial break trying to get a hold of him. And he had a cell phone, but he never knew how to answer it because he always had flipped it to vibrate, and he couldn't feel the goddamn thing vibrating. Uh, Derek says, I listened to you guys all that day uh, while I was at work. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I tried calling every, I tried calling nieces, nephews. Nobody was answering. Ogre says, I remember being glued to your old shoe uh, all day until I got home from work and switched to national news on TV. I remember um, we then went commercial free for the rest of the show, and we just talked about it. And we had people venting and letting them talk about what they thought was happening. All this time, the entire time, I'm thinking in my head, where's my dad? Where's my dad? And we had heard some rumblings that we, 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 had, we confirmed it was a terrorist attack. And we heard rumblings that they were going after all sorts of monuments, so they stopped flights all day. But my dad's flight had already probably taken off. And what they were doing was they were getting these, these jets that had the most fuel in them to where they could do the most damage. The Seattle, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge was allegedly a target. The Space Needle was a target. And the St. Louis Arch was a target. It's hard for me to talk about this because, man, that was a, that was a tough day for me. We, it was about 11.30 in the morning. We were still on the air. Our show went on till 10. It was 11.30 in the morning when the hotline rang, and I heard my dad's voice. I fell to the ground. I, I literally, I'm not kidding. I literally fell to the ground. And, and I was saying beforehand, I said, he wasn't supposed to go out this way. Because we'd heard there were a bunch of planes still in the air that they were 
scrambling to get them to land and things like that. And that's when we started to hear about the Pentagon. And then we heard about the flight in, in Pennsylvania. And then he called. And all was decent in my world. And we, we ended the show at about 12.30 or 1 o'clock that day. I went home. The first thing I did was turn on the TV and call Dad. And I watched the coverage until probably about 1 o'clock in the morning, knowing that the next day we had all agreed that we were going to start the show at 5, like we always did, and just go commercial-free until at least 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We handled it. No commercials. If we went to the bathroom, we just quietly took our headphones off and went to the bathroom. But we used that day for you guys to call in. I've never been more proud of the people that I worked with at that time. That we, we wanted you guys to feel okay about this. Harrison says, I was 11 and just started middle school. I saw it on the news but didn't grasp what was happening. Derek says, I'll never forget that day. I was dropping my son off at daycare when the daycare lady said, oh, my gosh, look, a plane just hit one of the Twin Towers. My first thought was, oh, no, one of them small Cessna planes must have hit. I had no idea what was unfolding. It was a terrible day. It was. It was an awful day. Were 19 terrorists that were trained in Saudi Arabia came to our country and murdered Americans. All for the way we live. Now, I know I said this is a Friday show, and I'm trying to keep everything light today because it is Friday and tomorrow's a tough day. Uh, I wish I could listen to that show, Damn Shame. That episode was lost because of a producer you had back then, according to someone else. Yeah, we, we didn't have the world's best producer back then. That was back in producer Tanya times. Hey, guys, I'm Tanya. That, that, those were Tanya times. Now, I'm going to do something that I never, ever do on the show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break in the middle of this break to play this. And this is my tribute. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children or working on some stage in L.A.? Did you stand there in shock at the sight of that black smoke rising against that blue sky? Did you shout out in anger and fear for your down and cry Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones pray for the ones who don't know Did you rejoice for the people who walked from the rubble and sobbed for the ones left below Did you burst out with pride for the red, white and blue and the heroes who died just doing what they do did you look up to heaven for some kind of answer And look at yourself and what really matters I'm just a singer of 
not have made the Mount Rushmore of Cokeheads, but still, that is by far the greatest national anthem ever sung at a sporting event between the New York football giants and the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Still gives me goosebumps. Uh, sorry, Jenny Lynn, I didn't want to make you cry. Harrison says, I doubt he still watches or listens to CNN. Crazy how the world's changed in 20 years. For a short time, we were all one nation with pride in our country. Not anymore. Christopher says, God, I wish we could go back and fix things. What Arnie said yesterday is true. It took 20 years. Those camel fuckers finally got what they wanted. Yep. And this right here is why Whitney deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore of cokeheads. She's an American fucking icon through and through. Even coked out, she put more patriotism than most. Every time I hear the Star Spangled Banner, it makes me more angry inside about what's happening in this country. Yeah. And Stackar said, this is, this is great. Uh, not great, but it's true. That was an extra scary time for us Indian people at the time because the people didn't understand the difference of Sikhs and turbans and other turbans. I remember a few days after we had three guys run into the store, confronted my dad. He told them he loved this country and showed his Navy tattoos. They actually sat outside and protected our store. We knew a girl that lived in Petaluma who was Italian. She had darker skin, but olive skin. It wasn't like it, she, she, she looked normal, I guess. I don't know. And, like, people, like, cornered her. Saying, why did you blow up the Twin Towers? There were people running because nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew what to do on that day. And Stackar, I'm, I'm so glad that those guys came to their senses. And thanks to you and your dad for showing them the way. Because people were upset then. People were mad as fuck. I usually play the Toby Keith song, The Boot in Your Ass. But I got to tell you. I want to believe that we'll put a boot in their ass for what's going on, for what happened in Afghanistan, for our 13 soldiers. I, 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 I hope that, that we put a boot, but I just don't. I, and it's not because of the people in this country. It's because of the, the lack of leadership that's in this country right now. Because we all have to be so woke that we have to walk on eggshells everywhere. Let me just tell you real quick. And I, look, I promise I'm going to go back to fun shit. I, the first story back, I promise. And you will understand why it's fun shit when I go back. Everybody gets made fun of. Everybody has bad days. We're not all confident in, our, in everything that we do. So if somebody says something and it hurts your feelings, so fucking be it. Move on. Did it kill you? Oh, it didn't kill you? Well, then shut the fuck up. We are such a soft world right now. We are so soft as a society. This is not the America that my father fought for. And, and it just, oh, it angers me so much. Stackar, I remember how people of Middle Eastern, Indian, Fijian people were treated, and it was horrible. I'm so sorry. I'm glad that you don't hate people for that. Yeah, I am too. I am too. All right, but th th there's my coverage of 9-11, and I, I wanted to make sure I did that. 
to show proper respect and honor to those people that were murdered on that day. Now, we got to get back to the show. Back to dick and fart jokes. I promised. First story, uh, they're talking about how, how, how sleep is very, very important, especially for the aging process. Disruptions linked to sleep have a bigger risk in depression, cognitive decline, and Alzheimer's. Oh, my God. Whoa. The findings in the study provide further support to the theory that short sleep in aging is associated with early Alzheimer's processes. They found no difference in association with some kind of bad sleep and normal sleep durations. I, I wonder I wonder if Charlton Heston, you know, Charlton Heston, the guy who was the head of the NRA, said he could pull this, this rifle out of my cold, dead hands. He died of Alzheimer's. I wonder if he didn't sleep that much. Uh, dude, even my brother-in-law, who's an Iowa, in, <laughs> Iowa bred, white and half Latin, and barely brown-skinned was getting weird looks at airport. Fuck's sake. Yeah, I remember that. I remember back then when one of your partners was uh, in the UPS store and had two guys in front of her speaking a foreign language. She called the FBI. Yeah, oh, I, I'll never forget that. Oh, I fucking railed on her. Oh, I was the racist of the show. Really? You called the FBI on a couple guys speaking Spanish. Oh, man. So if you're getting bad sleep, you need to look into that, people. Why? Because it could be a leading sign that you have the dreaded Alzheimer's. Man, oh, man, that's scary. That is scary. Now, this story, I got to admit, this story just makes me laugh right here. One of the most progressive states in America is New York. Okay? The AOC is from there. All these, all these progressives trying to move forward, want to do all this kind of stuff. And it turns out the state itself that the, the, the state of New York, part of their $125 million debt relief program, is going to be suing college students for unpaid tuition. So, as AOC wanted college students, this is just funny, a representative from New York State wants college student loans to be forgiven. Her entire state is suing students for not paying. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Her stupidity metastasized through every fiber. Oh, amen to that. It's funny you mention Alzheimer's. Did I mention Alzheimer's? That's weird because I have a story coming up about Alzheimer's. Uh, my grandmother uh, has it, uh, so worry uh, that I might get it someday. It, that's true. Don't get it? Uh, Scotty died just like Scotty. James Doohan, the actor from, from I, I heard that, that, that he had Alzheimer's. Well, let me go into my story here that I've got. Um, sleep is, is key in the healthy aging process. And if you get bad sleep, it has a higher risk of depression, cognitive decline, and, of course, Alzheimer's. 
The theory, the findings in the study provide further support that short sleep and aging is associated with early Alzheimer's disease. Man, oh man. So I'm wondering if Charlton Heston, the, the guy who had, you know, was, uh, was Moses, uh, head of the NRA, he had that gun. You can pry this gun out of my cold, dead hand. I wonder if he didn't get a lot of sleep because he died of Alzheimer's. Wow, Christopher, your grandmother has it? Oh, man, I'm sorry. My grandmother had it. I don't think it's a bad thing to go to college knowing you're going to be charged. You don't go expecting to have those fees reprived when you just call and make payments. That's so pre-Obama. Yeah, yes, it is. I, 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 I mean, I'm, it's funny to me that New York is suing their own people, their own students there, even though the representatives of that state, so like when you're in Congress, you're supposed to represent your people and your state. And you're saying to get rid of college loans, but your state itself is saying, no, we're going to sue you for it. Uh, a lot of students, uh, a lot of colleges use the CARES money to wipe out unpaid tuition debt. Ogre says, sleep is nothing. I don't get enough sleep. And glorpally glue, my brain is just blanc. Why are you talking about I, I've got a story about a sleep study that was just done. We'll get to it here in a second. By the way, by the way, you know, I didn't cover a couple things in last night's Cowboys game because I was so pissed off about that pass, intercept, or pass interference non-call that happened. Can anybody explain to me? And, and, and I'll, I'll sit here quietly and wait. The first game of the season, you want to get fans pumped up. You'd have, like, Metallica there. Maybe even somebody that, that, that has some peppy tunes. Instead, the NFL, on opening weekend in Florida, of all places, decided the way they're going to kick off the season this year is with that fucking bastion of ass-kicking himself, Ed Sheeran. I mean, like, like the, the, the black national anthem was terrible. I, I didn't understand that. Thank God they showed the national anthem, which I didn't think they were going to do, but they did. And it was, a, it was not a good version either. It, it, was not, it was not done well. I remember who sang it, but I, I know I didn't like it. But Ed Sheeran, really, really Ed Sheeran, to kick off... The NFL. Like, if you were opening a new factory for douches, like if Messingale had, like, a, a big grand opening going, Ed Sheeran's the perfect candidate. The NFL? No. Who thought that? And then he's up in the owner's box. First of all, he's British. He has no idea what's going on. Secondly, the motherfucker needs to get some goddamn T-shirts that fit his ass. Goddamn. Or if you're going to wear shirts that have sleeves that are that small, you better work on them fucking pipes, son. Bicep has two heads and the brachiitis in there. Tricep has three heads. Do some working out. 
Because them, them little sleeves you got showing off your fucking noodles, boy, I tell you what, Great Britain should be fucking upset with themselves that they turned you out. No, no, he did not sing the Black National Anthem. He was there to fire the crowd up with one of his many fucking lovely ballads. Okay, fuck a pregnant goose. Why did the fucking NFL get that beardless garden gnome to sing? And he got to hang out in the commissioner's box? Fuck all the whole lot of them. Oi, go ahead, blimey. I say there was still wankers. Every time I see him, I hear his name. I, I hear my son Xavier saying that fucking ginger. He's such a douche. Fuck it. Bring back Bocephus. No shit, man. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, it looked like Simon Cowell dressed him. At least Simon Cowell, it, like, look, like, 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 this is the thing. Simon Cowell doesn't wear shirts that fit him, but that motherfucker is rocking chest hair and attitude. I can get behind chest hair and fucking attitude. Like, I, like not the attitude that I'm going to kick your ass, but the attitude that I'm going to buy your ass. I, I, I'll let Simon Cowell get away with it. Ed Sheeran, though, Ed Sheeran is rocking these fucking shirts and sleeves that aren't hardly there. And the attitude he's bringing is, please take my fucking lunch money. Every time I, I, and he looks like, we all know this kid, whether you've seen him now with your kids at at their school or when we were growing up. I, I, I will say this right now. I guarantee. Ed Sheeran was the booger nose kid in school. When you looked at Ed Sheeran, you, we all had that boogery kid that had the fucking green shit around his nose all the time. Always fucking got boogers everywhere on him. That's Ed Sheeran. If I could find out, like, if I, if I could find out who Ed Sheeran's main bully in life was, I'd buy that man a steak dinner. I'm sorry, I'd buy that woman a steak dinner. Because you know the boys didn't even fuck around. They looked at him and go, oh, blimey. Oh, he's a ginger. Fuck him. Uh, I will look that song up, The Patriot by Topher. I will look that up, I promise. And he had an inhaler rolled up in his sleeves. Oh, yeah, that, that kid was a... Oh, teacher, I need to go to the nurse to take my medication. This motherfucker was probably allergic to everything under the sun. Had to go down to a nurse's office every other class to go take his fucking vitamins and his pills. And he's the guy kicking off the NFL season. Jesus Christ. Was little Nas, was he too busy eating somebody's asshole? Yeah, he started, yes, he did. He did start the peanut butter free table at school. Oh, man. I'm sorry, I wanted to get that out earlier, but now in prime time I get that out. Fuck that guy. By the way, a new study was done recently about sleep and the aging process. Sleep is key for your aging process. They say if you're not a good sleeper, 
you, you run the risk of depression, cognitive decline, and, of course, Alzheimer's. The findings in the study further support that short sleep and, is, and aging is associated with early Alzheimer's. Oh, that's terrible. Man, oh, man. It makes me think that Charlton Heston, the guy who was it, Moses, the head of the NRA, you can pry this gun out of my cold, dead hands. I wonder if he wasn't a sound sleeper. Man, oh, man. Christopher says, that's funny you mentioned Alzheimer's. My grandmother has it, so why worry I might get it someday. Yeah, I, look, my grandmother had it too. Fuck, I hope I get it. God damn. New day, every day is a new adventure then for me. All right, I promise that's the last time I'll do it today. Yeah, it, that's weird, Kale. I don't know why you'd bring up my grandmother dying from Alzheimer's. It, it happened. I'm not very happy about it, but, yeah, that's what happened. And then something happened yesterday on a British talk show. I guess Jennifer Aniston was caught off guard. They were doing a show to discuss the new uh, their 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 show coming back called the Morning Show, and I guess something went wrong on the show yesterday with with Jennifer Aniston. So Seriously, I I haven't got to see it because the video wouldn't play for me yesterday. So let's see how awkward this is. I'm going to be honest with you. Jennifer's pretty much sold it to me that she's not a morning person. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, <laughs> are you a morning person? Did I sell that to you? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Did I get a good deal? <laughs> so what about you, Reese? What about no, you? I'm definitely like a morning person. Jen and I talk about this all the time. I'm the morning person, and she's more of a night person. Yeah. So yeah. it actually out because I do kind of the early morning scenes and then by four o'clock I'm toast yeah and then Jen starts you know around 11 and 12 and then she can do the night scenes because yeah. I can't even think straight past it's a good partnership then works yeah. perfect I don't know what was so wrong about that I don't know why it was a front page story everywhere she's not a morning person and then she agreed that she wasn't a morning person did I sell that she was kind of coming off as a bitch I got to say, Jennifer Aniston is starting to get a little too bitchy for me. I used to like Jennifer Aniston, but she's starting to believe her own hype a little bit too much. Honey, you're 52. You're older than me. Uh, I'm glad you work out incessantly and you drink your fucking protein drinks and you only eat one M&M at a time all damn day. But you need to come off the high horse. You being friends with Jimmy Kimmel has not helped your fucking street cred whatsoever. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I've been planning my whole life on getting it. I raised my kids knowing someday I'm going to lose it and forget everything. Heck, for the last 20 years, I randomly forget shit just to get them ready for the big one. Does it run in your, I, look, Hangtown Jen, does it run in your family? Like, I, like honestly, like, like all jokes aside from, from Alzheimer's, I, it runs in my family. Oh, I'm, I used to be terrified of it. Now, it, it, there's nothing I can do. There ain't nothing I can do. I used to say, uh, you know, it's hereditary. It skips a generation. My dad didn't have it, and I thank God my dad didn't have it. Um, but I used to say, I hope my sister gets it. But I, I don't want—I don't want my sister to get it. I, I don't. And the reason being, I don't want my sister to get it is because she has kids, 
and I know how bad that hurts. Uh, maybe Jennifer Aniston should hang it up and donate her thumbs to Megan Fox. I would be glad to see that happen. Nobody runs in my family. <laughs> I'm afraid of the same hangtown, Jen. I'll forget random words for daily shit. Oh, I'm getting worse now. I'm, I'm forgetting shit. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. And then all of a sudden I go, wait a second. What was a good idea? And then it might come back to me, but all the time it doesn't. It, it, it rarely does. So there you go. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's that time again. It's time to have a whole lot of fun. If I can get the, yeah, yes, I've got it. Good. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time, it is time for round, for round two, two, two of Celebrity Aftermath. Okay. All right, first round we went through. Keith Richards is on the Mount Rushmore along with Rick James. Rick James beat Ozzy. Ozzy beat Charlie Sheen. This is going to be crazy round two. Let's get it on. All right, ass family, here we go. Our first matchup is, I don't know if anybody got to, to see yesterday's Britney Spears post on Instagram, but... Let me just say, uh, hubba, uh, hubba, more boobies and now butt. But Britney Spears, there's a story about her doing cocaine off a bathroom seat in L.A. It, that was, it was published, and she never sued, which means there has to be a little truth to it. So we got Britney Spears taking on Lindsay Lohan and all her freckles. So, ask family, I ask you, between Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan, who you got? Britney's storming back, people. We got time. Things are all tied up. We're all squared up here. The next boat's going to end up winning. Oh. I don't know what the hell that was, but we need one more. Brady Kid says it! Brittany, bitch! Brittany, bitch! Brittany, bitch! Brittany moves on. This next matchup, I am so very proud of this one. I, 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 I am so proud of myself because I did mention last, when we were coming up with this idea, former Mayor Marion Barry the man that was busted smoking crack as the mayor of Washington, D.C. 
and I believe it was Christopher who came up with the idea of Rob Ford, so I had two political people. But Rob Ford is not near the cokehead that the person I replaced him with is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Marion Barry's competitor is none other than the first son himself, Hunter Biden. Marion Barry versus Hunter Biden. Ask family, who ya got? It's not the toughest one, though. That's still coming up, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, no recount needed. A Biden actually won fair and square in this one. Hunter Biden moves on. Literally, like I was sitting in the chair when I when I was putting this together the other day. I'd gotten done, walked out of the studios, watching I don't know fucking Chicago Fire or something. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me, oh, fuck, I left Hunter Biden off this. The man who said he smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. All right, next matchup. Now, this one is tough, but still not the toughest. Ask family in this matchup, it's a couple of athletes. I give you the rookie of the year. I believe the year was 1982. Starting right-handed pitcher for the New York Mets. Bounced out of baseball because of all the cocaine that he used. They would have to rechuck the lines because he snorted them up. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the doctor, Dwight Gooden. Taking on somebody that just made a Mount Rushmore. Is the face of the defensive players in the NFL, Lawrence Taylor. Dwight Gooden, Lawrence Taylor, ass family. Who you got? Back and forth. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. 
Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor moves on. Now, Christopher, we've already had a back-to-back champ on a Mount Rushmore, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I forget what they were for, but he's on two of them. Now, ask family, I, I am really sorry to do this one to you. But I saved the greatest for last. Both of these men had their struggles with booger sugar, Colombian snow, if you will, whatever you'd like to call this. The first one set himself on fire while trying to freebase it. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Richard Pryor. You're thinking to yourself, okay, all right. That's a, pff, Richard Pryor, no brainer. Oh, no, it's a brainer. Because he's taking on another comedian. A comedian whose troubles with cocaine are documented like nobody's business. I give you Robin Williams. Richard Pryor, Robin Williams. Ask family who you got. This, the, 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 this one to get on the mountain is going to be tough. And here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you meant as Richard, not your dick. Okay. Whew. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to find out who gets on the Mount Rushmore of Cokeheads, possibly one of the greatest Mount Rushmores we've ever done, I ask you this simple question here. In the matchup of Britney Spears versus Hunter Biden, who is the bigger cokehead ass family? Britney Spears, Hunter Biden? Who you got? Britney Spears. Wow. 
And that sets us up for our final battle to see who gets on this Mount Rushmore. Will it be Lawrence Taylor? Will it be Richard Pryor? Oh, my God. L-T-R-P. Ask family. Who ya got? Rushmore is set. After our final break of the day and the week, we will find out who is the face of Cokehead Mount Rushmore. Will it be Keith Richards, Rick James, Hunter Biden, or Richard Pryor? We will find out in just a little bit. And now back to the fun music on a Friday.
Welcome back to the show, Ass Family. It is a Friday. We're having fun, playing light music, doing a little bit of light stuff. Yes, tomorrow's a big day, as tomorrow is 9-11, and it is the 20th year since it happened. Now, I just read some, some posts here. Hangtown Jen is awful mad at me that she's dancing, but that last round, she's still mad at me. I understand. Christopher says, oh, God, Arnie, please don't ever bring up Superman 3 again. It hurts enough that every time I watch Office Space, they bring up Superman 3 over and over where they put tar in the kryptonite, and Superman was a bad guy. I remember the movie well. I remember seeing it in the theater. That's how old I am. I saw it in the theater. Mike says, got to say, this is the hardest and best Mount Rushmore list so far, Arnaldo. It got my head moving. So we have allegedly on Monday, we have appetizers. Last round, I was so frustrated, I wanted to walk up to you and pull out your nose hairs. So Monday, we have appetizers, but I came up with another one just in case. Now, I'm going to let you guys vote on it here real quick. Do you want to do appetizers on Monday? And Monday will be my last show of the week because I'm flying out after the show. It'll be a, a condensed show. Will it be appetizers? Or will it be famous blondes? For example, Pam Anderson, Marilyn Monroe, Farrah Fawcett, appetizers or famous blondes? Which one would you like to see, ass family? It is, it is set now. Monday will be appetizers. Blondes we will get back to, though. But, yes. Famous blondes. The votes are coming in now for blondes. Uh, I was literally thinking, oh, my God, Monday show will have snacks. I'm already hungry, already drooling. Okay. All right. We, but we have blondes in the booth. It, it rised, I'm sorry. Every once in a while, I do take a week or so off. And you'll have to be stuck with either Oklahoma radio or you'll have to listen to older shows. I, I haven't decided. I, I might do a show on my birthday. We'll, we'll see how, how things go. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I can't make any promises. Follow me on social media. Now I'll, I'll keep you abreast of all the situations. Now, today has been a very, very contentious show with the, the Mount Rushmore. And it made me think about yesterday. And that listener mail about returning carts. I like it when the show is on fire with everybody either agreeing or, or disagreeing. Oklahoma radio. Oh, Ric Flair would be on that blondes list. You're goddamn right. Woo! <laughs> but in a new survey, I'd like to know where the ass family stands with this. In a new survey, Americans are split down the middle on whether it's acceptable for a newly married couple to ask no-shows 
to pay for their plates if they didn't show up, but they did RSVP. YouGov America surveyed over 6,000 adults in America, and it, it was cut down the middle. Not quite all the way down the middle. 50% disagreed with the practice, while 21% agreed and another 25% didn't know. So ask family, is it okay? Let's say that you're going to a wedding. Let's say that you're going to a wedding. You've RSVP'd and then something happens and you can't make it. Should you be on the hook for that money? I just got a ticket to donate to your show. Thank you, Douglas. I appreciate that. Look at that. That's awesome. You know what? Okay, this is what we'll do next week. Next week on the the social medias, I'll give away tickets, uh, live tickets. Uh, Let's see. Uh, No, don't demand money. The social ostracization and not giving them any gifts from then on is punishment enough. Uriah says, that's tacky AF on both sides, so no. If they are AVP, then they pay. RSVP, then they pay. Hang down, Jen says, why? None of these people have extra hungry relatives, really? I must be related to a bunch of chubbies because an empty seat with a full plate of food, it's getting snatched up. If they RSVP'd, pay the fee. They pay like $35 to $100 per mail, maybe more. So let's say let, let's say that you were supposed to go to a wedding, right? And you got in a car accident on the way to the wedding, and you missed it. You're, you're not killed. You're not hurt. Nothing bad. But you, you really don't want to go to a wedding, and you don't really have a way to go to a wedding if a car accident. How would you feel a week later if you're trying to figure out how to pay for this car accident, you get a fucking... Uh, a collection agency comes to you and says, hey, you owe us $200 for dinner. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Douglas, just forward it to me, and uh, I'll forward it to my phone, and, and then I'll have everything. But, yes, that'd be great, Douglas. Thank you so much. Email, email, take a picture of it and email it to me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, I know when I was getting married, they were talking about $35 to $150 per plate. <laughs> Adam J. says, you're a savage if you ask for the money. Go fuck yourself. 20% of uh, Americans are saying they're going to ask for it. I can't believe it. I, I, and by the way, this was a real story. A, a, a couple created a $240 invoice to each wedding no-show. Now, I can't wait until this ends up going to court. Thank you, Douglas. Can you imagine this in a courtroom? Your Honor. (laughs) Your Honor. My clients... We're there planning the the most important day of their lives. And the defendants never showed. They were heartbroken. 
not only at the fact that they weren't there, that they had wasted $240 of their money. If I'm the lawyer for the other people, I stand up and go, Your Honor, my clients were in a car accident and their car was totaled. How are they supposed to get to the fucking wedding? My friend had a whole family RSVP to their wedding, and then neither showed up. Wow, there were 10 of them. They didn't show up out of spite. That's a dick move. I mean, that, that like, I, if it's out of spite or something like that, we can sit down and maybe talk. But you don't send out an invoice to people. What happened? My grandmother died. Well, uh, that's too bad. You owe me $240. I mean, honestly, like, there, there are a lot of excuses. Uh, uh, excuse me, why weren't you at my wedding? Well, little Timmy was diagnosed with fucking lymphoma that day. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that you're going to have to go through all that. Here's a $240 invoice to my wedding. And I got to say, that does take some big cachonis. And, and, you know, Hangtown Jen, you're on to something there. You need you and I need to go into business together because you and I play off each other well. Because if we're going to sue for not showing up, then Hangtown Jen, yeah, we're going to sue the picky eaters. Uh, excuse me, you only ate two bites on that plate. I'm going to go ahead and need $220 from you. Judge Judy would cuss out the plaintiffs. Judge Judy in her new fucking ponytail look. I hate that old crotchety snatch. I can't stand her. It should be like Goodfellas when Polly took co-ownership of the restaurant. You had supply problems? Fuck you, pay me. Lost money? Fuck you, pay me. (laughs) And then they torched it. Which is what that friendship ends up going up in. Flames. Oh, I, I love that we're so... We're so hung up on this. Oh, it's a wedding. You're probably going to get married again. If you're in America, you're most likely going to get married again, for God's sakes. All right. Uh, we got we to gotta play one of our favorite games here. Ah, uh, yes. You make the call. All right. Who had the worst day? Let me read both stories, and then I will let you vote on it. Who had the worst day? This first story happened in Vancouver. Vancouver Police Department released a statement about something that happened at a McDonald's drive-thru. You see, the victim had pulled up to the window to pay for his order. At one point, he dropped something out of the window. We've all done this. So he tried to open the car door and pick it up. We've all done that. Well, in order to do so, when he opened his door, he kind of took his foot off the, the brake, and the car moved forward, colliding with a part of the restaurant structure, and the man became pinned between the door and the frame of his car. When emergency workers showed up, it was too late, and he died. 
he died trying to pick up loose change or a ketchup packet at McDonald's. Now, that's a bad day. But is it worse than this? This Lebanon's name is Marina Verbitsky. Oh, and shocking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This makes it even juicier. Everyone from Florida. Oh, I didn't know. Everyone from Florida. So happy. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Marina Verbinski, she's 46. She was with her husband and son at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport for a flight back home to Chicago. So the Floridas got to her. It's obvious the Floridas got to her. Her and her family were late arriving to the gate. They were about to miss their flight. Their flight was about to pull away when Miss Rubinsky announced to the JetBlue personnel. She first said that her son had school the next day. That wasn't a good enough. She became irate. That's when she told them that her checked luggage was already on board the departing flight and said there was a bomb in her bag. She was arrested as all the crew and all the passengers were deplaned. And they searched it, found nothing. She was arrested and will end up probably paying huge fines and maybe even seeing some jail time. So ask family, it's that time now. You make the call. Who had the worst day? Miss Verbitsky, who claimed there was a bomb in her luggage? Or the dude in Vancouver that died in a McDonald's drive-thru. McDonald's dude, breaking news, Big 12 formerly invites BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF. Okay, good. She had a worse day because he had his last day. Vancouver guy because he's Canadian. Sorry, just able to listen to the stand-up show. Uh, yes, the stand-up show, Jones, it is still on. Yes. 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 It is still on. We have, we have broken even. We're good to go. I believe we've gotten to a point now where paying Ellis is going to be perfect. I hope. We'll see. 
I'll have more details tonight when I go live on Facebook between 6 and 7 your time. Scott says, bomb chick, you know she got cavity searched. Well, this one's a tough one for me. See, it, for me, it, it, there's a lack of reporting, and, and I'm sorry to say this, because it never says what he dropped. If it was change and he died reaching for change at McDonald's, like coin change, you know, that, 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 that sucks. But you did that one to yourself because it's change. And I'm not saying I'm above change. I'll take change all damn day. But if it's like 12 cents and you're reaching down to get that, I, I'd like to know what he dropped. I, I, I would, I, who had the, I think this gal might have had the worst day because she's going to end up going to prison. The dude at least got to die. You know, I, I mean, think about that. The, the guy at McDonald's, at least he died. He doesn't have to live with the shame and the ridicule of dying in a McDonald's parking lot or drive through She is going to get fucking raped by women in prison. Just say. But, yes, I found those stories. I was laughing my ass off when I found those stories yesterday. All right. So that does it for all the stories today. And now we have to figure it out. Who the face of the Cokehead Mount Rushmore will be. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you ready for this? It is that time once again for the final round, on, round, round, round of the Slurpee Death Match. Cokehead Mount Rushmore. We've gotten it down to four candidates. These are the people. Keith Richards, Rick James, Hunter Biden, and Richard Pryor. We will find out the face now. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. I vote Hunter Biden all the way. Okay, I got to give Hunter a vote right there. Ask family, our first matchup is set. It is Keith Richards. Long-time Rolling Stone guitarist, songwriter, cocaine aficionado. Taking on the one and only super freak himself. Ask family, I give you Rick James. Keith Richards, Rick James, bitch. Who you got? continues. Keith Richards has been bounced out. 
Rick James. Rick James, bitch, moves on. Oh, my God. He did say, Ken Dog, cocaine is a hell of a drug. And our matchup to see who will face off against Rick James' ass family, it's simple. The first son himself since his brother is dead, ladies and gentlemen, the man who has smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone else in the world, including Gordon Ramsay, I give you Hunter Biden. Taking on the man that burned his face off pretty much, smoking it freebase-wise, I give you Richard Pryor. Hunter Biden, Richard Pryor, ass family, who you got? You see, you, you, you see, you people that are not voting for a Biden say, I'll never vote for a Biden. You see, this makes the Bidens look bad. So if you don't vote for them, that means you're on their side. Just saying. Just saying. And it's all in fun. So who will the face of this Mount Rushmore be? Will it be Unity Rick James? Or will it be Hunter Biden, Rick James, Hunter Biden, ass family, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. This feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, it has come to a conclusion. The most contested ever Mount Rushmore in the history of the Arnie State Show has a final winner, and that winner is Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is the face of Cokehead Mount Rushmore. Oh, my God. 
Stoogie sent me something here. Uh, let's see. I got my two tickets. Got a receipt from PayPal. Where do I find my tickets? Yeah, you should have an email from IMAX coming in saying, there's your tickets, and it'll show it. That way it's on your phone. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for me today. We will be back on Monday. Not a long show Monday because, like I said, I'm flying out on Monday. Uh, but that's all well and good and everything. Uh, it's Friday. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. You have deserved it. You worked your ass off this week. We will be back same Arnie time, same Arnie channel on Monday. Please remember, if you're going to go out and party this weekend, please be responsible. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get somebody to get you home safe because we are only a week away from Arnageddon. Also, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, adios, everybody. Life's tough And then you die There ain't no rhyme A reason why It comes right at you See you do what you do Love's great Until it's not Hearts break But the world don't stop When it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course You can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cars Let it go Sometimes you gotta let it go Landing on wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is Time flies While you save it all up But someday This'll all be dust It's all just stuck It ain't never enough And you can't take it with you So you might as well just let it go Yeah, you really ought to let it go Let it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is You never know What's waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Luck will turn on the dime So when the good times roll, let them roll But when they don't, let it go Move on, keep moving till you see the light The one that you've been waiting on Shining bright in the night Saying, hey there, friend, where the hell have you been?
Is outside waiting to arrest him.